hands spreading. Okay. <laughs> Jeez. No, no, I'm a fan of BuzzFeed, eh? All right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Get your, get your pussy out. Oh, man. What we didn't hear just then was Tim... Our technician saying, "Get your pussy out." To our next guests, who uh, Jordan, to clarify. Yeah, yeah, to Jordan. <laughs> oh, yeah, I guess we need to be specific yeah. because it's very confronting if he was saying it to Emily. Uh, Emily Holm is. Uh, <laughs> it's still very confronting either way. Uh, Emily Holm is the media uh, supervisor, officer, officer, um, something for the CFME. A-U. There's no A. C-F-M-A-U. Fuck, I've been trying so hard with this. Thank you. Uh, Which is the Construction, Forestry, Mining... And Energy Union. And Energy Union. Uh, And uh, it's a pretty hefty portfolio to have to media for. Uh, And sitting next to her is Jordan Shanks. Uh, We know as Friendly Geordies from the internet, a political commentator, a comedian, and uh, smartass. (laughs) <laughs> that's so that true professional mind. Rudiger yeah. we'll find out if Emily's the same uh, as we go along but yeah we were kind of just talking about stealing from Kmart because um, I don't know whether we can say it now that we're on air but uh, a friend of a friend of yours is a professional thief and steals from Kmart and yeah. resells on eBay and apparently there's a scene for this now because it's not seen as that morally bankrupt to steal from a corporation and then sell it on a website. Yeah, I mean, you guys had like a much more sophisticated argument than they do. Theirs is just like, it's just insured for 20%. They expect you to steal 20%. I'm doing them a favour. <laughs> okay. Oh. Don't you reckon? Yeah. Like, I don't, I don't reckon that, but, like, when I heard that, I just thought, like, well, I suppose so. You know, everybody's got to make a living, don't they? Well, that's, what that's, what, that's what Emily was saying, was essentially there's a tricky morality spot in there because, realistically, Kmart go over to third world countries and... Well, yeah, they're buying... They're, like, they can sell $8 T-shirts because they're buying them from places that have, like, tiny Bangladeshi kids make them. So uh, this guy should steal them, sell them on eBay, make a huge amount of money, and donate a whole chunk of that back to Bangladeshi children. And that would legitimately yeah. negate... In my opinion, the yes. Yeah, you could steal as much as you want. Yeah. Do that. Uh, yeah. Yeah, but this guy dresses like Cursor. Like, he's not going <laughs> to be donating 50% of his money. <laughs> And also, can I just stop you there and say, just because the guy dresses like Kurza might not mean that we can't wake him up to the idea yeah, yeah. that he could become the the lad who sets up a charity and becomes like the yeah, next yeah, yeah. force in the charities, and then you'll be laughing on the other side of your motherfucking face. <laughs> and you're like, hey, he does dress like Kurza, and now he's like this charity magnate who knows everyone and is way better for the planet than I could ever be. Or yeah. the real Kurza. Yeah, I do. Than the real cursor. <laughs> real cursor has few concerns of the type that you guys are interested in. I don't think Cursor's too worried about mining or forestry. I don't know whether he is. Is he? Can we you should ask him. No, I'd he's just him interested in him silencing the haters a seventh time. <laughs> <laughs> Dead set six. Anyway, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Completely true, though. But sometimes, can I just say, and I do not, because this is going to be on the internet. No, no, dude, I love I'd him. Like, I've, I've got to say, he's, yeah. like, he's amazing. He's, he's pretty good, yeah, right? Yeah. I think he's great at what he does. He's a fantastic guy, but hilarious. Yeah. But that doesn't... Th- those two things, especially in music, don't you think? They don't have to cancel each other They don't have to cancel each other out. Do the same thing over and over again. Huh? Some people on the internet just do the same thing for because like, it's good. Yeah. It's Unbelievable. Like, it's yeah. <laughs> 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 no, but... It would be reasonable to say that, in a way, <laughs> so, what you've done since the early days, if, we, if we're going to talk about Geordie's 
has changed quite a bit. And yeah. you guys met in the last two years, as far as I know, and you know you were already kind of quite interested in politics. I wonder. I don't know at what point you became or have always been interested in politics because I don't know you personally that well. Mm. Um, but uh, but your the content of your videos has started enjoying wearing shorts and feeling like I'd been a freaked out about my legs guy my whole life, and mm. then I was like, oh fuck it. Mm. And the shorts thing became a twenty-four hour all-year-round <laughs> vibe. It's a Michael Jackson's glow. Yeah. Yeah. It's a lifestyle. <laughs> sure. yeah. yeah, exactly. Uh, now back to the point, though. Yeah. Um, okay. So pretty much, yeah. Originally, I just did videos trying to figure out what the niche was, and then I just realised, I think, during the twenty thirteen election, that there was no real coverage of it. So I started doing videos on that, and that built up sort of a small audience. But then I realised. That doesn't help anything, just, you know, 60,000 people going, yeah, I already agreed with that. So, yeah, <laughs> uh, so that was basically it. So then you start doing videos on other things like Bali and Stereosonic and, and exactly what you said, then it just brings in a bigger audience to the point now that when I go on tour and stuff, it'll probably be every second or third person that just says, I knew nothing about politics until these videos came along, exactly. which scares the crap out of me. Because that means that the vast majority... Of, and you can see it, right? Like, Because most people always say, oh, I voted Liberal because my mum said that Labor gets us in debt. Hmm. That's, their, that's their education. Yeah, yeah. Their mum looking at the telly and going, yeah, sounds a bit right, and that's it. That's <laughs> the end of it. Yeah, that's terrifying. And that goes on for generations. Yeah. Rusted on, as you say. Yeah, rusted on Liberal voters. But the thing is that, yeah, that's, that's, that's where you get them. Cradle to the grave, as they say in McDonald's. Yeah, you get it with the. You get it with the <laughs> I didn't realise they said that. That's fucked up. <laughs> Isn't it? That's why they have like, the playgrounds, for that reason. Oh, that's fucked up. That's a real dark look at McDonald's clown, that nobody had thought about. Come on, you. Eat this poison, kids. <laughs> yeah. That was was it, I, hope, I wish he was handing them out cigarettes at the same time, but that's not going to happen. Yeah. Like, that at least is honest, you know? <laughs> <laughs> but um, did you guys then meet as... A, was it, how, what was the surrounding circumstances of you guys meeting? Because you share such similar interests, but you're also kind of, you know, in different fields of the same idea. Well, that's pretty much it. It's just that it's like a, it's a very small universe when you get to it. Right. Like, you yeah. just start knowing everybody after a while, like, anything, like, law and stuff like that, and they're all just very incestuous, and the same thing happens in Australian politics, pretty much. And so it's just mostly you just go through conferences, which is like, hi, my name's Stephen, and yeah, like, yeah, yeah that's, <laughs> that's kind of And things. you met at a conference, is that the case? Yeah, yeah, uh, I invited Jordan to speak at one of ours, and... Great. Yeah. Because of seeing those videos and thinking, yeah, this yeah. guy's astute and commanding I was an audience, audience member, uh, and then I was like... Yeah, you should come and talk about this to old people who don't quite get it. Um, and maybe that was going to be an opportunity for me to be like, also talk about these things. Yeah, yeah, gotcha. Because uh, there were some, <laughs> some themes missing, you know. And what were those things? Uh, well, I think kind of for me, the core of political, like becoming a political person and, and being a part of a movement is trade unionism and is collective action. So, I, yeah, that for me was missing. Like, I think some of Jordan's stuff is a little, was a little bit... Um, like a like a privileged political perspective. Maybe? Gonna, uh, I felt like you were going to say neocon. Nah, no, no, no. maybe. <laughs> well, you're right. No, no, no. Uh, just uh, like I think that's a fair assessment. Like 
it's, it's oh, a, yeah, it's no, yeah, a relatively do. privileged position from which you look into politics and you're well-educated and smart, and so it's very easy for you to just, like, do some research, pull apart these ideas, and settle on the ones you settle on. Well, he's not uh, cursor, am I right, Internet? <laughs> well, <laughs> I, that I don't people. even really know much about exactly. that. Thank you, Tim. <laughs> well, what I'm saying is a lot of people don't have the opportunity to even decide, like, I'm going to spend Certainly, my time yeah. doing this thing that I love and I'm interested Absolutely. in. Absolutely. And have to come through to politics through its impact on their lives. And yeah. that's what's not really happening today anymore, and that's something that I, I see what you're saying. Be better and also, the other thing that you added to it as well, which is the first... It's the first stage that you go through when you get interested in this, which is that you just think that you just... you. You write a fucking thing on a piece of paper, just a one on a piece of paper every three years, and that's the end of the political process. But she's so much more involved than that. Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but she, she told me about that. I didn't know you that. you described it made it sound absolutely idiotic. <laughs> 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 yeah, like, of course there's more involved than that. Yeah, almost. I don't know that. Shit. I'm more involved than I thought. Yeah, that wasn't anyone's <laughs> yeah, stuff. It's more than us, the audience, on who wants to be uh, a millionaire. Uh, yeah, I'm not sure what you mean at all by that. What do you mean? Huh? No, he... I literally brought to you the idea that it was more than voting at an election. Yeah, more or less, I reckon. Oh, they... shit! <laughs> but you seem so informed. This guy was just going in there gun. at gunpoint. He didn't even want to do it. He was walking in there in handcuffs. just like, I'll fucking do it, all right? <laughs> who is it? Just tell me who to do it for. Wow. Which one's the party that's going to get rid of the Jews? <laughs> <laughs> well, okay. Well, we know which party that is. Hmm. It's One Nation. Sup, Pauline? Yeah. <laughs> Exactly. Isn't I'm there one? Up. There is oh, one yeah, though, yeah. isn't there? National Front or something? Nah, well, them two. Yeah, but they're under the it's banner. Pauline. It's Pauline. Are they? No. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I thought. Yeah. I'm not going. I'm not pulling hands. Like a bunch of freaks. Right. Right. The banner. That what the. The swastika. The swastika. It kind of is. We can't say that, but having oh, seen... Um, no, we can't. Well, having seen the Barnaby Joyce... I should Joyce... probably at some point say that like, I'm not here representing my work. Yeah, cool. Yeah, and she, sorry, all her opinions held mm, plainly that... outside the context of her work what? have oh, no oh, legal sorry. repercussions. It's just that journalist what? thing that everyone puts on Twitter. Fuge are my own. Is that the thing? Is that, does well, that that's work? what I'm saying. I don't know if it works, but I'm saying it. But everyone Appa- says No, but they, they're too scared well, to say anything anyway. They just relay things just going like, really good point by Lee Shales. Anyway, yeah. Yeah. just don't want to get yelled at. Why? Fair enough. I mean, I'm fair concerned enough. that you'll get yelled at now, but nothing no, that you no, said has well, been said outside the context said, of, yeah. yeah. No, you haven't been like, yeah, corporations and fuck the workers. <laughs> like, yeah, that'd been, be amazing. Yeah, yeah you haven't that been off next. message, so. <laughs> no, it's not about being like, I just didn't ask them if I could come here and be on message, oh, so yeah. Oh, yeah, you probably shouldn't <laughs> mention it. <laughs> okay, so how did you get into the position? I, I actually don't know the genesis of either of you the way that you started. It's actually kind of hard to know, you know. The average person doesn't necessarily rise to a, a, an employable position in the union movement and the average person doesn't become a YouTube sensation. So let's well, the average person doesn't <laughs> join a union. Yeah, exactly. So how and why, you know. All right, well, you want to go first or...? How did I do it? Okay, so basically what happened with me was that I started doing jobs in the mainstream media. I started doing, you know, interning at Today FM or ARN or... Uh, what were the other ones? The ABC for a bit. And, you know, I, mean, I took up smoking because of how depressing those places are. Mm. I hate it. It was it was just the worst because it was, it was the same thing that you see all the time. Just everybody getting in there, not because of talent at all. It has nothing to do with that. 
It's just that, that old adage of it's not what you know, it's who you know. And you just yeah. see it rife within that. All these people writing comedy shows that... And I was in class with yeah, one of them. Yeah. I've never mentioned this before, and this is going to be really uncomfortable if I ever meet this guy again off chance, because we were in the same university class. He had nothing to do with it at all. He was like this surly guy in the back that had never tried and make any like amusing jokes or anything like that. And he was a comedy writer on this show that I was in. Yeah. And I wasn't. So I was just like... And then... Uh, one of my friends at university said you can make money off YouTube, and that was that was it for me. Then I just started doing YouTube as a result, just twenty four hours a day. And how did that start? I mean, did you go home? Twenty four hours a day. It looks like twenty four hours a day. We know you don't want to do that. No, I mean honestly, also, you can make money off eBay if you yeah. steal from Kmart. Yeah, exactly. So forget the YouTube no, thing now. But, but honestly, it does, to some degree, if fans of Friendly Geordies will feel like it, you do do it 24 hours a day, not least because there's so much content, but also because it all appears to be shot in your house, <laughs> you know, so you could literally be doing it in the night. <laughs> we don't know, but uh, and I don't want to shatter the illusion yeah. for people, but at the same time, that's what seems to be happening. Occasionally, mm. it seems like, and half of the reason why people might relate to it is partially because it looks like you roll out of bed in a share house, and when I've got a funny <laughs> idea, I'm going to put on a series of wigs. And do very fine-tuned character. Most of the people. from the Easter show. His car yeah. is full of props right now. There's yeah, yeah, yeah. media and there's a wheelchair. Yeah. All sorts of stuff. Yeah. From the nine from platform the nine. nine that was it. Yeah. And uh, I was and you know what? When you're pushing her towards that wall, there's a scene in the in one of the recent videos where, due to budget cuts, Gladys Bajelkian needs to throw out anyone with a disability in in New South Wales onto the street. So he, in a in a patented bad wig, is like pushing his his like hapless co-star, who's only ever in the clips when she's getting water splashed on her, thrown <laughs> on the ground, you know, tackled brutally against the fence, whatever it is. And this time he's pushing her at high speed in a wheelchair towards a stone wall, screaming "Platform Nine <laughs> <laughs> from Harry Potter. But it cuts before she slams into the wall. It actually slows down and ramps down before she slams into the wall. But I could see how committed to that push you were and it was fast and I was like that life doesn't slow down he would have had to have just pulled her up and I feel like she would have slipped out of the wheelchair and ran into the wall did she do that <laughs> yeah no yeah well not on that take but there was one way she did yeah there was, you have to do it many times yeah. That is pretty much it. She is. It's, 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 yeah, there's been crash painful moments dummy. of that. She's a crash test dummy, basically, like a really poorly paid stunt person. <laughs> Didn't show no prediction. And you were just happens. 100% committed to ramming her into the wall, and I think that says a lot about you in terms yeah. of how far you're willing to go in the sketch. Because this is really Zero developed now, hasn't it? Yeah. yeah, you're just like, this is my business now, and I know how committed I am to this. You better, you better be ready Come to die for this. Come on, yeah. I never will. <laughs> yeah. yeah, right. Yeah. yeah. So that's how far that's how far into it he is. He's willing to murder someone that he works with. But that came mm. out of just a thing that you were doing in your house. That's, that's this is where most murders do happen. Yeah, oh, that's how that's most true. of them rise up. Okay. And, Jesus, um, and Facebook is turning into that tool, but you get going. I need to, um, just, like a, to... just a murder tool. Oh yeah, because of the killing. Wait, what? So tragic. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, sorry to bring the mood down. What are you talking about? Why is your union? Yay! <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not talking about. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> just ruined the throat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just selfishly ruined the throat. Like, no, just take it like that. Listen to my podcast. <laughs> Time's a grenade for nine <laughs> seconds. Bam! <laughs> Over to you. Oh, your cut. <laughs> no, but why? Why did you choose to do that? Were your parents involved, or were you like? No. Uh, okay. No, I don't have the story. So, like, everyone else that I work with kind of has this great 
working class roots story sure. uh, about how the union helped their family when their dad's legs got chopped off or something. Uh, I have none of that. I grew up in Hornsby. Uh, I worked at General No Wi-Fi. leg amputations yeah, in Hornsby. No, no, no. Well, not for my family anyway. Right. Sure, it happens. I'll find out. Um, yeah, I, I worked at JB Hi-Fi for a while after school. Thought it was a really cool job. Loved it. Um, did and then, you? Do you not know? Stop. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Okay. <laughs> no, 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 I did, yeah. Uh, and I totally loved it. Uh, and cool. then everything about it was kind of shitty. Um, right. Just, like, rostering was shitty. There was, like, they wouldn't let my friend do, like, take a break. He was a diabetic. And, yeah, right. like, a door fell on my head, and then the next that day... That all they, sounds pretty bad, actually. Yeah, 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 a door fell on my head, and the next day they were just like, oh, we saw you walking around the shop, so you clearly don't need any time off. And I was like, yeah, I live across the road. I'm buying groceries. I still have a sore back. Um, so all this stuff happened, and I just didn't know <laughs> what like to do about affair. it. Yeah, yeah, this is was fucked just, up. Was a door fell on my head. They denied my friend insulin, and I wasn't Back given all of that. It's that's just workplace <laughs> stuff, right? Like, everyone yeah. has a job like that, like, but working in a bar sure. or whatever, and so-and-so slips over, and they need to get someone to cover the shift. Yeah. And no one knows what to do about it. And I didn't either, but I was coming from from kind of a position where I didn't have to have a job, right? Like, my world wasn't going to end if I was unemployed. Because so always... you were stealing from Kmart and reselling it on eBay. Yes. Well, it should have been. Yeah. Um, so I was always <laughs> fighting back. Like, my boss would be like, oh, you can't do that for that price. And we would just get into this yelling match. Or, and, like, standing up for myself. And yeah. we tried to, like, take a day off for a wedding, all of us, because we're all friends. And then there would be a fight about who could have it. And they'd make right. us sign this form saying you don't get overtime if you work, um, like, more than 12, 12 hours. Like within, so if you finish at nine, you start at nine, you would normally mm. get paid overtime because that's a 12 hour break between okay. shifts. But they will like sign this so that you don't because it's Christmas. And I was like, what? I don't think that's fair. And they All were like, yeah, legal. The How boss like, is this? They were like, it's the nature of the business. And I was just like, all right, I'm not signing it. So I was getting paid more than everyone else. Wow. Everyone else cared, but still no one does anything. Yeah, yeah. Um, and it didn't matter that you had not signed it? They didn't try and fire well, you? What are they going to do? Like, at yeah. a certain point, they know that they can't make you. Yeah, And yeah. I didn't know any of this, right? Like, so I, it was, I was just like, that's thing. unfair, I'm not doing it. Yeah. Whereas, but everyone else gets a form in front of them and is like... Mm, yeah, yeah. 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 as would I, to some right. degree. And this Even is the problem, is no terrible. one really knows what they can do, what they should do, or anything like that. And no, I didn't I at the know. time either. I was just a jerk about it for some reason. I don't know. <laughs> you don't so, seem like a jerk. Yeah. <laughs> Surprise. <laughs> so so there was all of that going on, and I was really passionate about the work, and I was good at it too, which helped. Like, mm. if I was terrible, they probably would have just sacked me. Yeah. Um, and then after a while of going to uni and not knowing what I wanted to do and taking a bunch of time off and then going back to uni, I said to one of my friends, I want like a kind of journalisty job, but not like that because I don't think that's really for me and it's kind of political, but I don't want to be on TV or do any of that stuff. Right, right. Um, and this friend of mine knew, like his dad knew somebody and was like, oh, why don't you go and just see if you can do like an internship with them? And from there it was just like, that right, was it. Right. So they were like a kind of campaigny organization that mm-hmm. uh, unions and other groups hire to help where they don't have staff to run stuff. Yep. Just did that, met a few people, and then got the job. And they the said, CPB. do you want to be on staff? You're committed. You keep turning up. They you did. Like you. Well, actually, after the first day. So unpaid internships are terrible and yes. a blight, but they exist, and I did one. And then after the first day, they were like, do you want a full-time job? Yeah, cool. Um, so I did that for like six months, and then, yeah, this job came up. Someone retired, as is the way with the union movement. Uh, and, yeah, I got the job and have kind of learned heaps in between and learned that that's kind of the way that you solve the problems that I was having then and the problems I was trying to solve by myself that you can't solve by yourself. Yeah, like essentially union-oriented dispute, like legal disputes in the workplace and workplace Just fairness, really. That is a way to For me, it was just like, no, that's bullshit and unfair and I'm not doing it. Whereas for other people, it was like, well, that's what I have to do to have this job, which is a really good job. Like, it is a good job. It's fun. Everyone there is great. So it was just, for them, they would cop it. 
I obviously had a lower threshold of copying stuff for whatever reason, and now I realise that that like what I do now is the answer to the problems that I have. Yeah, there. and what's interesting is that they what they said to you was that this is just the nature of the business, which implies we can't afford to do anything else, and apparently they well, can. Well, that's what they always imply, right? Like they they'll say that about penalty rates, they'll say that about yeah, everything. Can't. It's just about like well, the business wouldn't exi- won't exist, and then you won't have a job at all. Like that's that's always the yeah. threat from any employer, which is horseshit. Fundamentally it untrue. Yeah. They're factoring in before the fact that you you want to have a job. They're right to a profit because they believe they have a right to a greater profit. Mm. <laughs> and wealth inequality is something that you guys both talk about at length, I can imagine, in your personal and in your professional lives. Why does that... I guess it, after watching so much material and reading the Union website and thinking about um, where you're at in your lives, you're both on the periphery of politics, talking about politics and influencing politics from the just the the very last bit of skin you can be on outside of being a politician. Do you know what I mean? Like, that's mm. the way I see it. I mean, you're right at the edge of working in politics, both of you, really, but, you know, you're not po- elected officials, essentially. Mm. for Prime Minister. Yeah, well, why... No, friendly Geordies for oh, Prime Minister. Imagine that. What, Jordan? Just a picture of me naked in a clown wig, you know, yeah, just, like, it's... spewing out coins, and that's, like, the picture up as Prime <laughs> Prime well, Donald Trump is our. Oh yeah, nothing is impossible Logical. I would actually yeah. vote for. Like honestly, if you guys got together and put a cabinet together, uh, I would vote for you. And that is not. But there are I'm good people in politics and trying to be in politics. Sure. There are like there are terrible ones as well. But there are people who are doing it for the reasons that we would be if we were doing it. Definitely. It's... Who do you like? <laughs> Oh, that's a tougher question for me than you. Um, yeah, that's so easy for me. Everyone in the Labor Party I like. They're all amigos for me. But when you're right. closer into the Labor Party, then it gets bitchy. <laughs> right, right. right so, yeah, it's a little bit fraught. But, no, like, I think there are some, some really good kind of youngish people within the Labor Party who are committed to... Anyone like, you want to name drop? No. Uh, because of the crossover between work and the fact that you have to communicate with them a lot? Yeah, look, you don't want to have... No, I, there are people I would name drop in Canberra in particular. So I just mm. worked on the both the Canberra election and the WA election. Um, and so a couple of people got elected in the, the ACT state or territory election. Um, Beck Cody and Michael Pedersen, okay. who are both like just the kind of people that you actually want. So Michael's like 25, has been worked for a union before, like is a young kind of went to uni down there, actually represents Canberra. Like he's what I think of when I think of Canberra. Sure. Um, and ran a campaign with a bunch of other young people like him and did the work, like actually spoke to people, actually learned what they wanted him to do and is trying to do it. Like yes, that's his representing the community. Of, yeah, that's his picture of what being a politician is. That's the kind of person who wants that job. Doesn't make sense to me wanting that job, but he really wants it and is doing a great job of it. And then Beck is... Like, has done every job under the sun, is a hairdresser, I think was then a solicitor, like, self-taught or, like, yeah, went, yeah, went to uni when she was older. Some and of the just, earth, eh? oh, yeah, it's Someone you can respect. But also just yeah, the most yeah, engaging yeah. person face-to-face. Like, <laughs> you read about her and you're like, oh, yeah, whatever. And then you meet her and you're just like, like, she could have a conversation with anybody yeah. and genuinely wants to connect with the community, um, but then gets up and gives speeches that you're just like, oh, wow, like, I can't even picture a politician doing that. Mm. Like She's the less Jackie Lambie. <laughs> Is that it? Maybe, yeah. No, like, I don't know. Is she crusty? <laughs> you're calling no, Jackie. <laughs> That's it, Jackie Lambie, you're crusty, according to Friendly Geordie. <laughs> Have a wash! 
Wow. She I looks like a piece of toast, don't you reckon? Yeah, I'm thinking about Jackie Lane's crust. But yeah, like pe- people like that can get elected if they, you yep. know, like there's also like, you know, the usual kind of like picking of people who put their hands up. Like it's not a job that I think the right people would even want. Yeah, yeah. So, And that's partially why I asked the question, because you, you guys are in a good position. You get to moderate this environment to some degree and influence it, but you don't have to be... I mean, you're under scrutiny, but it's a different kind of scrutiny. It's a, often quite a positive kind of scrutiny. People come to the material. They like what you're doing. You're part of a large movement of people whose views you're representing. And you're in a oppositional position, which always affords you the opportunity not to be the bad guy. Exactly. Yeah, 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 I yeah, prefer yeah. not to be Don't look at me, yeah. Yeah, kind of. Like, true, I'm just talking true. about these cunts. You know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Is that yeah, to be fair, I would that do bridge? that, like, no matter who was in. Yeah. Right. Would right. you? Yes. Dude, I'm not going to do that at all. You're going to quit. As soon as Labor comes in, I'm just going to be so defensive of You're them. You're not. Every <clears> single <throat> step that they take backwards, I'm just going to be like, yeah, but like, seriously, the Liberal Party. I'm going to turn into that. <laughs> Alex Jones. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I will be Alex Jones for sure, man. Because again, it's just, to me, the thought is every single time, like, I was having this thought the other day about, because uh, there's always some piece of shit hipster that's always hassling me. <laughs> they, they are the worst human beings on the planet, oh aren't they? God. They're usually from the fucking North Shore or some shit, and then they're... Jesus Christ, it's Emily Boots in Utah. <laughs> <laughs> no, but no. But you know who we're talking about. It's not you. It's yeah, not you. It's no, me. it's not. It's not. Because it's a different energy. Yeah. It's a different energy in the room. I'm sorry. I've got to, we know who we're talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, 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 I get it. Oh, I know that I'm perfectly satirizing the videos. No, you're a smart person who's interested in things exactly. and, yeah, them yeah, up yeah. and doesn't just go, can you do the one? Yeah, you don't take dingbats on a, on a Tuesday, you know? <laughs> You're not one of those people. I don't know you that sounded is. You don't know, you don't know dingers. <laughs> what is that? Let's let's devolve forward back pingers. You know that ecstasy, MDMA, <laughs> powdered or in a pill form, it causes euphoria and a big dump of dopamine I in get the brain. It, I get it, I get it. allows you to dance. It makes you want to have sex. <laughs> Oh, and then the good. next day, you I want to kill yourself. So good. You need a puppet giraffe in your hands. <laughs> <saying that>. oh. <laughs> <laughs> It'll make you talk to this guy for four hours in the morning while I you're coming off it. I didn't know what that was. <laughs> I can't believe you didn't know dingbats yet. Uh, yep. Those That's people. why you're not that person. Because you spend <laughs> exactly. so much time working, you exactly. don't even know what ecstasy is. <laughs> not That's what the kids call it. Okay, yeah, exactly. You're, cool. oh, shit. you're a 40-year-old. How old are you? I'm 20. 27. Yeah, there you go. I don't even know. That's why we get on. Yeah. I'm closer to your natural age than <laughs> Yeah, you my are. natural age is like 45. Natural age. Buzzfeed quizzes are just like, you're old, go home. <laughs> Do they say that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. you're 45 and you're like Nando's. But that's brilliant because in life, the closer you get to your natural mental age, the happier your life and surrounding circumstances are. Yeah, yeah, my life's pretty great at the moment. It'll only get better, I think, unless you're murdered (laughs) (laughs) or eaten by a shark. Internet murdered. (laughs) I think last thing we asked, I asked Dan uh, and Dave how they wanted to die, like because it just (gasps) came up. Partly because it's funny to ask people for that reason, because they're like, okay. whoa. And also just because my sister once said she wanted to be eaten by a shark, and I was like, that is the most fucked up thing. Yeah. <laughs> what was her reasoning for that? Because it'd be A, epic, you know, you know what? What? She's going to put up a good fight. She's <laughs> arrogant. No, yeah, yeah. I, I think she was just more overwhelmed by the size of the event and thought that it would be 
because she's not really a hippie, but she's kind of like, mm. to be honest, they are quite brave, both my sisters, and they like weird stuff. Like, like they enjoy, she likes swimming, and she's like, ah, oh, finally, I'm just being taken back down into nature by one of nature's creatures. It's like, oh, do you wow. know what that's going to be like? Yeah. You're going to be torn apart <laughs> so by a season. He's not reading a poem. <laughs> <laughs> I, I have two questions then. How do you how, how do you want to die and how do you think you're going to die? Because mm. that's even more blank. That's a, that is a very, very good question. Yeah. You know what, I reckon there was this recent... Uh, it was not recent, it was 20 years ago. But there was some Amazonian tribe that they found. And how human is this? We're so far removed from that. Soon as there was an old person that was holding back the tribe, they just wait for them to just sit down by a tree and then some young guy just come by and go, bam, straight over the head. That's the best way to go, surely. You're yeah. probably right. Don't you reckon? See, yeah, talking about being then on the again, edges no. of politics with like a little bit of influence, euthanasia, man. No yeah. one wants to listen to me on this at all. No, like, that's why I, I brought this up. Every time I mention it to someone, that's they're just like, no, 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 got enough stuff to, like, no, nah, can't put that in my thing. Why? That's it's so scary weird. scary to them, I guess, because it puts them, like, it's very final. Like, I support it, but I'm not sure that I do, right? Like, 80-year-old Emily might be like, no, nope, that's terrifying, like... And no, just of everything. Yeah, but your eighty-year-old Emily doesn't have to do it to the, herself. No, if I know, she's but like, what if I, like, like, what if I, yeah, yeah, I know, but like, what if I like, support it? I back it in, and then I'm just like, whoa, 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 no, 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 would you do it if you had cancer, I, if you were theoretically pregnant? support it now, absolutely. Yeah. Like, I listened to that Denton podcast, which is amazing. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I've heard it's um, good. And kind of, yeah, it kind of goes through all the reasons why other people don't support it, uh, right. or why maybe a priest could support it, uh, which is really interesting to me, because I'm just kind of like, yeah, why not? What do uh, they say about the reasons no? The reasons no. The, most of the reasons no are that it could be abused. So, like, that, you know, how do you know then that the son who wants the money... I don't yeah, know why totally. I pointed at you then. Uh, <laughs> better, I better. No, that's good. Going to platform, no, no. Yeah, it's like that. It's I like, joke about that with my mum a lot anyway. Oh, wow, okay. Just Shit. getting her ready. Yeah, no, because well, she always says that every time. She's always just going to be like, you're going to pop me off for money. Well, there's none. There's none, do you understand? Like, that paranoid about it. I was wow. like, I don't know why you so, feel the need to say this to me. I guess it would just add doubt to situations that are maybe a bit sketchy. Yes. Are you fine? No. Okay. If the person was meant to get comfort. Okay. He's also, more generally, no. The answer to that question is no. Yeah. <laughs> so just deal with it. Yeah, I think it's that. It just adds that, like, sprinkling of doubt where there's, like, family family's fighting then they could be like you killed her you killed yeah her. totally how could we know what she wanted she had no facilities left like that kind of thing yeah but then it switches to like how many 80 year olds commit suicide and they're really yeah. bad at it because they're quite weak and that's, that's right they're so harrowing. old yeah, yeah. the quality they're of like life is very poor and it doesn't really work because they're so light oh and my god awful. that is yeah. disturbing because they're light yeah because you, the or, pressure or weak, the weight I guess, of, yeah. you, you need well, to be able to clutch your own tracker right. with your body weight and if you don't do it properly and you don't weigh much you're going to hang up there for Hours suffocating. Oh, yeah. Yeah, the other way this. they do it is they start. <laughs> Sorry, from like year from, six. From with that old lady nosy Bob. <laughs> what nosy Bob? Were you sexually abused in year six? Is that what we're just finding out? So anyway. Why do you think this so-called nosy Bob is like? Sounds a little bit fiddly. So anyway, uh, the other way they do it. I got the image on because he doesn't have a nose. That's so much scarier. We've got, we've got to focus on Emily killing old they, people. They, they sorry, sorry, yeah. They starve themselves. Yeah, fuck. They just don't eat. Because they're on so many meds and stuff, they just don't eat until it's over. That's it. That makes sense, too. Yeah. Which See, is that's like five or six days. Like, how horrible is that? And mm. it's really, like, unnecessary that we put... Like, I... Having my, my grandmother 
uh, passed away a couple of weeks ago. She was very old. She was about 93. It wasn't upsetting for anyone except, obviously, I guess my mum was probably like, oh, now my mother's dead. So that's a thing. But also, Did you ask your mum how she felt? Well, I did, went and visited. No, I visited. <laughs> I, I visited a lot, and I was there. And my mum's very stoic. My mum's more stoic than I am. She's from Newcastle. She was, you know, brought up in Newcastle in the seventies, a working class family. Her dad's a steel worker. You know, she like she was raised in a Catholic household, even though my dad's Jewish. So she's quite stoic. She's way more less emotional on the surface than my dad is. So my dad's a wog parent. He's just intense in every single neurotic yeah, yeah, yeah. home office architect. Yeah. yeah, you know what it's like. So, but mum, I can't, even if I ask her, I don't get a response yeah. that is, because she might not even know. She's like, yes, I'm fine. I'm just working. I'm just like, my mother died yesterday and I've just worked a 12-hour shift and I'm driving to Newcastle to see my friend tonight. And I'm like, that sounds a little bit like you might be externalising something. <laughs> <laughs> that <laughs> yeah, You're like, all right, well, when you explode, call me by. Yeah, because you are 68 and I'm not sure a 12-hour shift and then a two-hour drive on the top of the mother's death is a good idea. But who am I to say anything? Because I didn't wrap up the crumpets this morning and that's been a big issue all day. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And also, why am I living at home at 37? <laughs> we can talk about that it later. That's a good question. Yeah, it's a good question. I was out for eight years, but then they sold my Glee house, and frankly, I don't have a job other than freelancing at the moment, and Sydney rent is too expensive. So I was like, I'll move home for three months and figure out how the fuck I'm going to earn a I mean, living. It's now. just fucking Greece, isn't it? The uh... film? No, that would be film. so great. <laughs> Why is it the fucking film? I don't know. Don't, do don't, don't deflect. You're the one who said the weird <laughs> film. You said it. I'm just... No, don't you reckon? Just like after the GFC and everyone was like, man, that bad, bad, there's a bunch of bullshit. And they just went back I into their houses. Think yeah, they did. The economic situation in Australia is like Greece. No, well, you don't know what it's like out there, do you, I Emily? don't. That's what I say to my mum. <laughs> but, like, I think it's a little less bleak here. Like, yeah. we haven't been queuing up at ATMs just to snatch the last bit of money out of the banks before they fall over. What an image, though. I liked it. I thought it was just 2 a.m. discos. That's what? my image of Greece. Mykonos. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. But it's just Mykonos. Walks out, out of work too. I feel like the people who call him privilege on Twitter have no idea what they're talking about. <laughs> well, Greece seems fine. <laughs> what are yeah. you worried about? They're dancing and it's the same as here. We've got lockout laws. Let's talk about that. Yeah, yeah. Fuck you, Exactly. Greece is a paradise. Exactly. <laughs> what are they worried about? They're not locked out of it's the house. It's parody, isn't it? <laughs> Everyone's <Yes>. relative. <laughs> Trying to own a house in Sydney. Well, that is my concern. I don't know. Like, well, okay. Here's a good topic to get us off the fact that I'm 37 and live at home. Um, is we there... come back to that. Yeah, we can come back to that as many times as you need. I mean, I should probably come back to that more. To be honest, <laughs> it's a bit of a bombshell midway through here. Um, but not. Let's not talk about how you want to die necessarily, mm. but more about like how you're earning money. You have a job. Yep. Your job is. As far as I know it, you turn up in the day, you do the job, the end of the day you go home, and because it is a union, I imagine it's quite regulated as to when you're paid and stuff. Okay, I get paid. My yeah. job is 24-7. Yeah, yeah, pardon yeah. me, pardon me. But it, it's a it's a job housed within a signed oh, yeah. document it's a very that you were handed. Yeah. And yes, exactly. I have an EBA. Okay, and you have recently put out a Patreon <laughs> uh, call-out. Mm. So, uh, and as you said, you, uh, someone told you you can make money out of YouTube. You set up your own business, and I assume, and then monetize it to some degree. At this stage of working in what you do, which is video content creation, how is there enough income to pay your staff? I know that there's 
been some kind of involvement with GetUp to some degree in the past and things like that. Is there a, I know this is a hard question. You don't have to answer any of the specifics that you don't want to, but my interest is how do you get the money to do this and like be at home all the time and look at stuff and. Well, yeah, Patreon pays for um, the staff. Right. That, all that money goes to them. And that's And so they money, work at a it? discount because they believe in it. Right. Uh, but now I think I've got enough money to pay them livable wages so they don't have to do other part-time work which is what most of them do because they're like doing that (laughs) and hungry jacks videos what just giving you like a tiny clap for paying people what they're worth yeah oh man Mm. fancy that how about that (laughs) praise from shisha uh (laughs) (laughs) um and then yeah the other one is yeah just for me just like the shame my cursor does it right to it yeah yeah so you're making money out of the live shows and then they're getting paid off the off the people who are crumbs (laughs) (laughs) and my question still a capitalist system baby my other question is is that the donors who give to the get over it no it's well what what, added that to a union rep i'll get over it (laughs) that is the future of you this is the end of animal farmers like you couldn't tell if they were pigs or men (laughs) exactly but you're gonna be friends for a long time you know and and your interests are gonna mature and change and you're going to be in different positions throughout your life but the fact that you're both interested in these things is going to kind of bear that out <laughs> That's gonna be the bonus. Sell you out first chance yeah, I get. You've got to see the different beasts. Different beasts. <laughs> he set up his own business. He's dealing with these ideas. He's and he's driven by a certain other urges. And then it, you, it's gonna yeah, it's gonna be clat. Okay. <laughs> so what I'm I don't know. Yeah, you were. I don't know. <laughs> I'm saying egocentric. The cursor of Aussie politics, essentially self-proclaimed. Look. He's he's in the entertainment industry in a front-facing role in the entertainment industry. It's not a stretch. Like, <laughs> we have had so many conversations where you were just baffled by the idea that I don't want to be rich and famous. Yeah, I didn't get that. That's yeah. That so that proves your point entirely. It's just like people have other goals other than to have as many people as possible just walk up to them and be like, "I know you." And like, "Sure, kid. I don't know you, too." <laughs> <laughs> but dream achieve. Fuck you. Yes. <laughs> Dreamy T, don't look at me for too long. Your eyeballs make me feel dirty. Yeah. <laughs> your, interest, your interest in me sets off my low self-esteem. <laughs> Dang. Rough. But that's, like, that's exactly what it's like. I guess, anyway. I guess the point is, is, not, is that two people working together who have who have different kind of backgrounds, different personality setups, have come together to be close friends and inform each other and help each other actually influence the country. Like, we're talking about oh, a man. fucking YouTube this... channel and a, a union movement that, that legally and in a cultural way influences the outcomes of fucking political elections that determine our future. Do you realise that you're both doing that? That's fucking full on. We, we lost. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, no, but, but. This, no, 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 no. I don't think... When it comes to Labour, that was a win. Uh, Don't you reckon? No. Labour always counts like almost losing as a win. Yeah, that's yeah. part of the problem, <laughs> I mean, al- Yeah, always winning, sorry. I think that's part oh, of yeah, for sure. That's a massive problem, problem is like, that? Yeah, we almost won, so next time I can get myself a position. Like, no, don't <laughs> yeah, do that. Yeah, that's it. Just win. Yeah, yeah. Even Goshford, yeah. yeah. What do you think the, uh, you know, being as you are experts in this field, what do you think is missing from a na- like a potentially uh, successful national Labour campaign is it uh, a front to that campaign or is it a no i i think because every time i talk to people in labor campaigning okay this is this is how the media is set up in this country basically it's that 
they they want the Liberal Party to win every single time. And so all Labor does is they put everything through a field... Okay, because... Uh, I can't remember. Is it Macquarie Street and what's the other one? Sussex Street. Those are the two ones. Macquarie Street is the Liberal Party in New South mm-hmm. Wales. The way that they ask questions is, will this get us on the telly? Whereas Sussex Street, which is Labor, asks themselves the exact opposite. Is this going to get us off the telly? And they think right. of the they think of the media filter through that. So everything that you see of theirs, like okay, for instance, with my Medicare video as opposed to Bob Hawke's, obviously more people saw it because it was on television, right? But if mine was on television, I can guarantee you that it would have been far more impactful, purely just because of like the clickover rate and how engaged people were with it and how many more people shared it and things. And the thing is. The difference was, mine was just, like, yelling about the fact that, like, it might be a million people because they got into power for just three years. It doesn't matter. It's not one of these things that's like, oh, it doesn't really matter who's in it. It's a fucking great deal which Mm. of these parties are in. And And as a result of that... Explain that to people. Yeah, as a result of that, because they... Okay, the thing that I was talking about in that, and this is just one example. There's a million of them. But... Massive exaggeration. There's probably like ten, but the thing is, like, yeah, the, yeah, that, that's strong. <laughs> huge number. <laughs> you only need one, right? Because this is this is the difference: is that they because they defunded hospitals by fifty billion dollars, and gave that to tax cuts in corporations, massive corporations, banks, fossil fuel industries, the most evil corporations on the planet. They get our hospital money now because the Liberal Party got back in. If they were on for a decade doing that, that would mean that a million people wouldn't be treated in our hospitals. There just wouldn't be enough bedding for them. Yeah. Right? There's a lot of fucking dead people in that. Yeah, there is. This makes a massive difference. So it was just basically just telling people, like, that. you know, this is not like some difference of just like, oh, Malcolm seems like I'd like to give him, I'd like my kids to get some life advice off Malcolm instead of Bill Shorten because he's got a mansion. Yeah. That's not what you're voting on. You're voting on... It's not Australian Idol, people. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's life and death issues that affect public health, but as well as that, and as you said in some of the recent videos, yeah, uh, and something I can imagine you're both concerned with because of the Forestries Union being part of your portfolio, uh, broadly, environmental issues that might be very important over the next four to five exactly. years that, as you said, it kind of... Are, we are at a tipping point glo- both globally... Um, with leadership in America being very conservative and not concerned about environmental issues, and to some degree here being still slaves to the coal and iron ore industry and being in the pocket of, of mining interest to some degree, uh, is it fair to say that it, you felt very, or both of you probably felt very concerned about that last election? Because if that was going to, if we were tipping in the direction of the Liberals, possibly the planet would be destroyed at some point by our lack of interest in looking after it. <laughs> yeah, I don't no, feel like it can I be any more ambiguous. Past, because... <laughs> maybe we're past the point of that yeah. mattering. Like for for me, it's a bit fraught. Uh, you know, there's a lot of jobs that are in industry in my union that are in industries that are destroying the planet. But these people aren't stupid. Like no. they know that coal is what gives them jobs, not and they're not necessarily wedded to that as a job. They're just yeah. Like, okay, you want to take that away, you can't just destroy our community. We need other alternative sources of energy that we can work right. on and be in, involved and also, with. Like, I think at a practical level, people watching the TV and hearing about this are like, yeah, 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 okay, good, the government will sort them out for something. They won't. Like, hmm. we actually have to do something to make that happen. Yeah. So when we hear them talking about a just transition for people at Hazelwood, that power station in Victoria that shut down, or a bunch of other places, that, like, it really is just talk. Like, the closer you get to the kind of the game of this, the, someone has to make it happen. Someone has to do the work. Someone has to put it into practice. Someone has to pay for it. Mm-hmm. And unless anyone's pushing the governments to do that, why would they? Yeah, they won't. So just say if we just put our trust in them and then vote with this, like, weird, apathetic popularity contest, like, 
those two things don't make sense together. Yeah. So, like, yeah, for me, like, you ask what you want to see change in campaigning. It's not necessarily, like, this big conspiracy with media. Like, just get involved. Just, if you're interested even a little bit, what are you doing about it? Mm. And I think that's a conversation we've had a bunch, is that you do the videos and do the research, but, like, are you talking to people face-to-face? Are you convincing them to join a union or join the Labor Party or that's join the Greens, job. even? Yeah, right, apparently, according job. to Twitter, he has been recently because he was like, look, everybody, it works. I talked to two people and they came up and said something about the video and then I told them to vote Labor and they said they, they would. Yeah, right. <laughs> but so, I think there's a lot of people... Well, then you do. Uh, oh, it's me. <laughs> that's so funny. I spent... John knows. How John arrogant knows is I spent that? a month... In Perth working. Yeah, I was working, working, but I was also like just all the spare time. I think uh, the right. people I was with there were like, well, you don't need to do anything. Don't have any friends in Perth. So we were like just meeting people, door knocking, uh, calling them up and having a conversation. And for me, that's really difficult because obviously I have very strong views to ring someone up and just be like, hi, tell me what matters to you in the election. And they will say things I do not agree with or that sure. I know are wrong, like factually incorrect, but... Facts you don't, don't go, matter. Wrong! Well, facts don't matter, right? Like, I can right. argue with my brother about the facts of uh, an issue because he's still going to be my brother tomorrow, but if I tell somebody that, like, yeah, that that's wrong, fundamentally you're yeah, incorrect, yeah. like, what's that going to do? They're just going to be like, all right, see ya. Like, most people make decisions based on feelings and relationships, so me just being like, you're an idiot, doesn't work. Uh, so how do you manage that? Um, really, like, the, I mean, the main thing is kind of tapping into what it is that you believe about the Labor Party. Like, why am I spending my Saturday walking around WA in That's 40 my degree question, Emily. Yeah, yeah, that is my question. Awful. Um, and, and then knocking on people's doors and confronting strangers, which is also, like, yeah, not a thing that I'm really keen on. Uh, and then asking them a very personal question, who do you intend to vote for on Saturday? And then trying to convince them that maybe Pauline Hanson isn't the way to go because maybe yeah, yeah. she, you know, she's voting. Very easy to convince, though. That. I liked the One Nation voters. They were all right. Yeah, uh, usually they were cool, man. Because they, it's again, like it, it. Honestly, it's it's the ones on our fucking side that I can't stand that are like those fringe ones. Right. But those guys, yeah, they're just from fucking struggle street and they don't understand the issues, right? Yeah, they yeah. just think they're like, no one's looking out for me. Pauline speaks like me. Yeah, that's yeah, about it. Yeah, yeah. 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 Right. But most you... of the time, you're just like, she's absolutely not looking out for you. Let's yeah. look at the voting record. They're just like, oh fuck you. Yeah, yeah. Instant, instant Marxist. You know. And also, they really are in a position whereby they are the the most overlooked members of the strat, probably. Yeah. Well, that's it, right? Society. Like, the part of that that matters is having a conversation with someone. But mm. being genuine about it, too. Like, I think the Liberal Party don't do this at all, right? Because that's not their audience. They don't care about everyday people. like they Or people full stop. They care about themselves. The whole They're set up to look after business and small business and sure. people who want to make money and minimise the size of government. Like, basically, there's people on the edges of that that are a little bit on our side. Fine. But... Like, we're not. We're set up to meet people and talk to them about what they care about and then organise them into the Labour Party. And they're, look, look, they're, to an extent, there are parts of the Labour Party that have forgotten how to do that or that are doing that as, like, a process, a step-by-step process. Yes. But I think if there are people out there who want to tell their friends who to vote for and then beyond that are doing nothing, that's the thing that has to change, right? We can't just yell at the TV and then be like, wow, this is getting ridiculous. We've got Trump, we've got this, we've yeah, got that. Yeah. Like, well, what, are you, what have you done about it? Because like, I spent 24-7 working on this problem. Yes. <laughs> so. Yeah, yeah. You're basically like... It's like someone comes into the gym and says yeah. to a professional <laughs> MMA fighter, oh, I do a bit of boxing. And you're like, you don't do, <laughs> yeah, any, you don't do any boxing. That or, like, uh, they're like, yeah, man, oh, it's just so bad. And I'm like, yeah, it's terrible. It keeps me awake. Please help. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but do they say yes to the help? 
Sometimes. I think the interesting thing for me is I have uh, a lot of friends who are not very political mm-hmm. people who, you know, are people doing a job, trying to pay rent, um, trying to live in Sydney or, you know, on the Central Coast because you can't live in Sydney anymore. Yes. And uh, these, like, when are they going to help? They've got kids or they've got, yeah, yeah. like, the things that they could be doing that would help them, you know, keep their heads above water. So even for me, when I put the call out and say, well, I know you guys care about this or it affects you because you're nurses and, and your it's jobs are... them. Yeah, what are they... Like, they're, they're not necessarily... Like, I had a friend the other day ask me the company that I worked for. I was like, dude, I work for a union. You mm. know this. And she was like, oh, it's all the same to me. Like, people don't have <laughs> the time... But as things get worse, people have less capacity to invest in yeah. learning about these problems. Absolutely. They're very time poor. Right. They're increasingly financially uh, unstable and if they're not working full-time jobs or if their employment's hard to pin down, they're concerned about where the next money's come from, they give a fuck Well, so then it's the those who know and don't do it. That, to me, is the biggest problem right now, and then we can talk to the ones who know but can't do anything about it or who don't know and can't do anything about it. There's there's people who understand the problem or who complain about the problem and, you know, I want to talk about global warming and both of the greens or whatever, but aren't doing anything beyond that. Illiterate but stationary, kind of. They don't do anything. Yeah, and, like, if you're coming from that position of being well-educated and able to, you know, spend some time on understanding these problems, or even if, you, like, even if it just bothers you, like, there's no one else is going to do it for you. Like, I think it's I think it's an extremely valid point, and I think it's also nice to have you say that sitting next to Jordan, because it's like, well, you both found ways that are completely different ways, personality-wise, of addressing these things that concern you, and it can be an enjoyable thing, it can be something that takes up your entire day or your entire life. Um, but obviously you need to be motivated to some degree to do it. You seem to be a very community-minded person. And, you know, throughout the conversation, you've said, like, heaps of times, oh, well, I talk to my friends about this or I talk to this group of people who work in this section or, like, you're trying to organise your uh, workspace at JB Hi-Fi. Has that always been the case? Were you looking after people in the family? Were you that kind of person at home or...? No. I think at home I'm a bit different because I'm the oldest of three. So you just bash your no, youngest No, well, I think I'm probably a bit... I don't know, not maybe I'm bash, but like I'm a, an overbearing personality to them. Not so much anymore. Rolled but up as, sleeves. As a kid. Ready to um, ramble. <laughs> as a kid, I probably was. Like I was pretty loud. My brother's pretty quiet. Right. Um, no, like the problem for me is like when it when it comes to talking about me and why this is me and why I'm doing it, I find it very difficult. I understand. So yeah. I impress you. That's no, right. no, no. Like I just I don't think there's anything special there. So for me, well, the special the special thing that is there that's <clears throat> probably obvious to anyone watching this is your drive. You're driven, focused, and intelligent, and you want to be part of these issues. And it's an unselfish kind of, hmm. you know, it's a, that collective, in, that interest in supporting people and and community, co- collective ideas of community. <clears throat> That's like 1970s sort of uh, socialism. Yeah, you know, and, and, and like for me, the, the, everyone kind of is like, where did this come from? Hmm. You know, it must have come from somewhere. Something in your life must have given you this. And I. Count myself very lucky, but I really can't put my finger on it. Fair so, like, Maybe it's not for you to do that exactly. Yeah, yeah. Well, because I'm doing this kind of course at the moment in like organising and kind of developing these leadership skills that I apparently don't have, which is fair. Um, and it's all about like find your story that's making you do this so that you can better like explain to other people why they might do this and find something in their life. Famous and rich, for example. Yeah, rich and famous. No, it's really difficult to find like a reason that actually makes me feel like this is a worthwhile thing to do, but I do. It's it's, to some degree a caretaking role. You want you're concerned about the rights and um, and well being of other people, it seems, and you want to protect them when they're unaware that they need to protect protect themselves. Yeah, there's a bit of that. There's a bit of kind of 
outrage at injustice as well. Like it's always, I think I've always felt like that. Like I remember being like a 12 year old and the whole boat people thing happened. Mm-hmm. And I was like jogging along with my dad, who's a prolific runner. And was just like, dad, I was an unfit 12 year old. <laughs> like why are they doing <laughs> I don't know why you just <laughs> <laughs> paid shit on yourself as a 12 year old when you're running with your dad. He's like 20 years older. He's taller. Like, I, like, I, rem- I remembered myself. I wasn't good enough at that then. <laughs> Reveals a lot about hey, you. Hey, inside, yeah, no, totally. Uh, anyway, I was like, I don't understand why this is happening. Like, my local member at the time was Philip Ruddock, who was right. the, the minister responsible, and I knew that much, basically. Yeah. And I was just like, wait, wait, wait. So they did throw their kids in the water, or they didn't? And my dad was like, they didn't, turns out. And I was like, why would they say they did? And he's like, maybe they thought they did. And I was like, nah. They're the government, they knew. And he's like, yeah, they probably didn't know. I was yeah, like, that's so why amazing. would they say that? And he was like, to make people uh, have negative feelings towards asylum seekers from yeah. countries other than Australia. It's easy to hate people. And I was just like, well, that's dumb. Yeah. Like, and also my best ver- friend's from Iran. And it's also very smart like, that yeah. you picked that they would have known. Like, that you, your gut feeling as a 12-year-old was yeah. not, okay, Dad, that sounds about yeah. right, but that, no, well, I, think, I figured yeah. they would know. Maybe it was a bit of both, but I do remember just being like, well, something needs to be done about this. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to get my 12-year-old <laughs> mind around this massive issue. Hey, just like word, word document I... photoshopping Philip Ruddock onto Mr. Burns, just being like, wait, wait till he sees these. Very accurate. <laughs> oh, that's good. I like that. Because I felt like he's also a bit Darth Vader-y. Memes when before memes. About... I see everything you guys say just strikes me as a really effective way to make the kind of people who, as you say, you're concerned, don't have the background of education or interest to vote uh, in a certain direction. Uh, all of the things that you're saying, they seem like reasonable strategies to set that outcome up like you can make people change their minds i've even you know I've, I've seen on that video relatively recently we were talking about the statistics of people who are watching your videos and how much it was uh forcing swing to some degree and like isn't anyone like obviously you are spending time with the labor party you're talking to them you guys are there's a collective thing here going on is the is the goal just let's get rid of this government right now? Or is there a broader goal in your mind? Or is what, what's the... That's my goal. I, I know that Emily's like is way more involved than that. And I know that th- this is always the argument that it always goes in. It's just like, it matters a great deal who's in government, but it matters even more if people are organised. Right. But I'm very focused on that. I think it matters <laughs> a great deal who's in government. Yeah, For well. instance... <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, yeah. Wait, <laughs> and really? if you don't know, I'll be making that abundantly clear again. Um, and so the thing is that uh, it was, uh, yeah, it was, it was basically that I reckon is is that like if you, yeah, it, so she'd be more focused on that. But the thing is that like, for instance, when I was just talking about that hipster before, right? Like it's, that's the constant thing is the asylum seeker issue that they always come back to me and they always just go like, yeah, well. They changed, they flip-flopped on that. So, like, how can you trust them? And, like, that's bullshit. So they're just, like, you're just you're just supporting kids getting raped in detention centres. Yeah, that's what <laughs> oh, I'm doing. That's that's my aim goal. Yeah, thanks that's for my... making that me. <laughs> thanks for just turning me into that, guy. Just because I disagree with you. Now I'm I just... sit out in a bed all day. Yeah, now I'm like, yeah. get on the ground, kid! <laughs> Spread them. Yeah, I'm here that's... to rape you. That's, 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 yeah. wow. that's right. their fucking image, right? That is the image of your average, like, WikiLeaks voter or whatever, right? Anyway, so the thing is that, yeah, basically, like, man, I'm going to turn this on them very quickly because, okay, in this in this last election, for instance, not only have they almost completely defunded how much money uh, 
uh, we give him foreign aid. So how many hundreds of thousands of people do you think died from not getting fucking mosquito nets or treatment of diarrhea yeah. and stuff like that? So you've got that going for you. First of all, the Labour Party doesn't even want kids in detention centres. They're getting rid of them. But it also harks back to Emily's thing of, where the fuck were you when they actually did close down uh, offshore detention centres? And then there was this massive, like, you know, right-wing thing of just being like, outrage, you know, you could just escape straight over the fence and into our society. We don't know who they are. And so obviously they had to push back and go, well, we've got the Malaysia solution, right? Which even if you did care about people's well-being and stuff, like, I've been to Malaysia, it's fucking mad. Like, you know, like, oh, you just, wow. don't you reckon, like, at, at no, that point, you I should be like, like, okay, well, this is going in the wrong direction, saying. don't you think, like, at least maybe we should fucking show our support on this end, and just be like, oh, okay, well, I see what you're trying to do here, okay. right? And then the next phase, and then they go, okay, well, then no, we're going to detention centres, and then... The solution was unlawful. I mean, this is... But, the, okay, who put that out? The Liberal Party? Uh, you I think it was the Party. swallow and pill propagandist. Huh? So the so to <laughs> no the the Liberal Party were the ones that started challenging it in yeah. court. Oh, to yeah, clarify, yeah. if people yeah. are unfamiliar with the issue, the Malaysia solution was to settle uh, asylum seekers in Malaysia potentially as citizens. Yeah, which is almost a developed country, <clears> which is like yeah, it's not, not as a good. Not to the UN. Convention on refugees. What? Sure. Whose side are you on? Whose side are you on? It's hard to know who's. I don't know what side is now. I'm just uh, like. <laughs> don't you think like okay? I understand it's, what happened with the Labour Party. I understand the politics. I don't think it's a good example of why the party's great. I think no, it's a good I'm example saying, of why getting involved in the party. Is yeah, great. exactly, exactly. This is what I'm saying with your point, right? Yeah, right? Which is exactly that. It's just like you didn't stop this progression, yeah, yeah, yeah. but they had to do that because yeah. nobody was pushing and on their side. They had to capitulate, right? basically. So obviously, like, all, if you talk to people in the Labour Party. None of them think it's a fucking good solution, obviously. But, like, it's a numbers game at the end of the day. You can't yeah. go to a country of 70% of people, I think, think that, like, they should be processed offshore. They're not in the position. They don't have a media machine behind them to change people's opinions yeah. on that, right? And so, but the thing is that you tattle onto that of your thing of just, like, I'm so sophisticated and I understand politics because of this. And I'm just, it's basically just this narcissism, you know, that virtue signaling shit that you yeah. see on the net all the time, yeah. right? It's like that thing of just, like, I understand politics and I'm so good and, like, they're both fucked kind of attitude. So I don't have to do anything. So I don't have to do yeah. shit. Yeah. And then, okay, and as a result of that, so first of all, they've, like, defunded all foreign aid, they've reintroduced the ABCC, and... I don't know the legalities of this, but, like, they can't legally say that construction workers have died as a result of the ABCC being reintroduced already, but, like, hundreds already did. Can you explain to people what the ABCC is? You're better at this than me. Okay, so the ABCC... No, actually, see if we have a CFMEU person here and sub-guide the debt. I think I'll handle this. Like I said, not here in a professional capacity. spiders in a box. Not here in a professional capacity. But, yeah, 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 okay, so... This is this is the problem I have with this issue. Is that Are you saying you won't work off the clock? <laughs> no, I'm just saying that like I really hope my bosses don't think that I'm speaking for I'm them. I'm gonna call you uh, Shmemily. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I need like one of those glasses with the moustache. Give you a moustache. <laughs> Shmemily. The ABC, the ABC is uh, the Australian Building and Construction Commission, and what okay. it is is uh, a set of laws that are designed only for the construction industry and that put in place kind of uh, different rules and different investigations about things that go on in the construction industry. Right. And the main, like, the, the best way to explain it is that it's a union-busting organisation. So, so it's basically a group of bikies who come to work <laughs> sites and bash every cunt there until they're almost dead. Well, um. <laughs> uh, so, 
No, no, no. So I guess that that's the Liberal Party picture that they paint is that the CFMEU are a bunch of bikies. Union Oh, they think you're bikies. Yeah, I, was yeah, saying yeah. The, I was saying the ABCC. So I don't know. Right. Who's the bikies here? Can we just clarify <laughs> well, the bikies? It's actually construction the, companies the that usually me, hire bikies. Yes, yeah, but, the thing for me is like, where do you want bikies to work? If they have jobs, like, where are they going to go work? At a children's play centre? Like, yes, of course yes. they're going to work in construction <laughs> because you can turn up, move some heavy shit, and go home and True. you get paid. So or not turn the, up, the, not move heavy shit, collect money for selling cocaine. CFMEAU, the A standing no. for abattoir. The, the thing I think that people get is that, like, okay, lots of like tough people who are maybe not so employable work in the construction industry. That's true. Like, where else are they going to go? So there is that section of the construction industry that exists. So it makes it very believable that bikies operate in this space. And then the other thing is, like, of course they do because yeah. if you're a tiler who has a business that's worth a hundred grand and you take a forty thousand dollar contract and then the guy decides he's not gonna pay you the head contractor because he's using that money to buy another property that Indeed. he's gonna develop later and he's just gonna hold it as long as he can. Indeed. He's gonna pretend yeah. that you didn't do the building. You're going bust. Your guys aren't getting paid. They're going to the union, these guys. And at some point you're gonna get desperate and get your big mate Joe Absolutely. to go and beat up the guy that owes you money because that's what happens. Or and just like, sell a lot of ice. Well like you were saying before though, <laughs> right? Like if you don't get paid, you're desperate. What do you like who do you turn to to, to make sure that you get paid? Absolutely, so yeah. We're like the union has a position about uh security of payment legislation, which would be really helpful for the construction industry. A lot of companies are on board with that. So what that would mean is big projects, the money all gets put aside yep. from the people that are standing to make the most of it. And then an independent organisation would come Manages in and be like, oh, payment. yeah, you've done the work, here's your money. I think that's brilliant. That would brilliant. be fantastic, right? But there's not much in that for governments because then Lend-Lease and other big construction companies mightn't be able to do what they want with their money, which is what the Liberals believe is their inherent right. Because they're libertarians, essentially, and want right. the market to be Well, they just free. want a shit ton of money. I don't know. Yeah. That's, not <laughs> my, that's not my bag. But So all of that goes on, and we're here with like a practical solution to a real problem in the industry that is hurting people. Yeah. And on the other hand, you've got the Australian Building Construction Commission, which is basically just an organisation, kind of like the ACCC, like yep. people can think of it that way, that comes in and goes, right, three people together, that's a union meeting, tell us what you talked about. And they do have it's the... Bloody le- Singapore. Right, but no one believes this, they right? Really because, do that? Yeah, well, yeah. you can, right? They wow. have the legal yeah. power to do that. And no one really believes that because Australia's great and yeah. we largely live a pretty good life even if it's really shitty compared to the rest of the world. It's so country. good. It's right, good. yeah, it's God's country. Uh, so people kind of just are like, well, if you did that, if something like that's happening, you must deserve it. I see right? what Which is the, the kind of overriding view about this. But yeah, legally, they can haul you in and be like, what are yeah, you talking yeah. about? What did they say? Did they say go on strike? Because you're not allowed to go on strike. Which is another thing people don't know about Australia. Basically illegal to go on strike. Right. So even if you do understand unions and you do understand working kind of in the context of being able to use your collective power to, to get something, people kind of think you can go on strike, right? Yes. You just can't. And in you construction, you'll get, well, you'll get fined $10,000 personally. Whoa. Right? People don't know that. So if you, uh, like a bunch of guys in WA, maybe 18 months ago, walked off a construction site, spoke to their bosses the day before, most of them worked for subcontractors. Why were they, why were they uh, on strike at the time? Uh, well, it wasn't necessarily strike. They went to a protest. So they were like, look, there's going to be a protest in the city. We're going to march down to somewhere, someone's office, and say that we would prefer for there to be a law that preferences Australian-made products used on building sites. Because at the moment, they're so expensive. Um it's just cheaper to bring in stuff that has asbestos from China. So right, they were right. like, no, we would like a law that says big projects have to use Australian stuff because that would be great jobs for uh, you know, steel workers and people like that, but also better buildings. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they were like, we're going to go to this rally, spoke to their bosses, subcontractors, because buildings are full of like predatory contracting, subcontracting arrangements. Bosses said reportedly, yeah, that's fine, or largely said, yeah, that's fine. They go to the rally, there's a bunch of ABC and CC inspectors there taking photos. These mm-hmm. guys... 
reportedly go back to the head contractor and say, we've got a bunch of your guys who are at this thing. You can start a case against them if you want. They get sued individually for like $10,200 wow, so for going to a protest rally. So once you do all the organising, you get to the people and you say, we can get your pay rise, we can get you better rights on site, we can get you better safety, you can elect a safety representative to go and work with your boss and make sure things are okay so you don't fall 15 floors and die just because you feel uncomfortable saying mm -hmm. no. We get all of that to happen and then we get them involved in the political process and say, this is how you have control over your life and the rest of the country. And then they get completely Decimated, fucked because they're yeah, like right yeah. well you got ten thousand dollars no right well you want to come to court like you want to put a suit on you want to like fuck the unions well no not even that oh, right even the best <laughs> even the best the most you know like best union educated best best meaning people in that group are like what yes. how is this happening no doubt. and also where is the support because everyone else is too busy worrying about their own lives and about the fact that workers are coming from overseas and getting even more ripped off than that yeah so this to, is to this is what motivates you to kind of keep people involved is i guess you yeah. want to get it over the lip of it being uh kind of pa a semi-power scenario do, do you feel like um that's changed since the panties and dockers union of the like when people popularly know yeah. the union movement in the 70s and 80s and like uh, the last time I suppose we had that it was really kind of visible in a public sense was I suppose around then is that I'm I'm not an educated person in this respect so yeah look I wasn't no you got work choices I guess that was kind of yeah well, he's, yeah last. I think he's saying negative unions no 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 no, no, no don't you think that that was like a that was a loggerheads. That was a well, time. Yeah, yeah, work choices that... was the last time that That's kind right. of people were asked to step up and That's what I mean. Think That's what about I mean. Their, their not a negative scene of, oh, okay, uh, in okay. the unions, more just a visible uh, element where. It was able to challenge power, and we were, there was, to some degree, a kind of push and pull well, between think, that, and it was visible. There's a couple of things. I was in high school, last mm -hmm. year of high school, when that happened, and for me it wasn't visible at all. And I think that's one of the major problems, is that there's a whole generation of people who have benefited hugely from years and years of work that trade unions have done, or sacrifices that trade unions have made, and who have no idea that that is what's happened. So now yeah. they're in workplaces and have no idea what to do. And they're either arguing or copying it, and that's right. that's what's happening. Um but then outside of that, like, what what are they meant to do now? Like, it's just there's there's so few people who want to get involved just for the sake of getting involved and everyone else is in a position where they really can't afford to. Like yeah, they, they... I agree. I think there's a lot of people who can't afford to do anything other than the three jobs they're doing. And to some degree, myself included. Yeah. Even though I'd like to, I, I think I do have the time to go and organise around issues like this or be involved in those issues, I can sympathise with people who are concerned about where their money's coming from and what's going to happen and whether or not they would be able to have an impact on that to begin with. There's a lot of confusion in this country around those issues, you know? Well, it's the same as anything, right? Like, I don't want everyone's career to be this and to be thinking about how to change this because that's not the goal. So really, I just need people to be a little bit interested or a little bit engaged. Well, I and hope that, that we can achieve huge... that. <laughs> well, that's the other thing, is even that's a huge thing to jump over, right? Like, I'm not going to become a little bit engaged in stuff that other people care about. Hmm. Depends on what it is, I suppose. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so you kind of, like, there's just this huge... There's all these huge barriers to bringing people even a little bit in, and then you get a government organisation funded by taxpayers who are... Trying to destabilise that. Well, I mean, they exist just to, to kill it off, yeah. Because yeah. in construction, there's more money at stake... Uh, on each project than most workplaces. Yeah. So, you know, if you stop building for a day or whatever, yeah, I guess the company's going to feel that. And so the ABCC is like the Liberals' gift to to that, to, yeah, right, to right. stopping that from happening and to being like, you, not only do you not have the right to strike, but we're going to fine you $10,200 yeah, for not being at crazy. work for a day. And Emily's not allowed to say this, so I will, but 
there is definitely people dying as a result of this, and they're not allowed to report about it in the media because you can't definitively prove that it was the ABCC that killed them. But if you're stopping unions from checking the safety of sites and then someone gets crushed by a crane... That's the fucking ABCC's fault. Yeah, yeah. And we're talking hundreds of construction workers over a decade. And why would a person why would a person stop the union from allowing workers to check the safety of equipment simply because it's legislatively their prerogative to make know? things difficult? Or yeah. I mean, no, no, no. no. It's, 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 it's it like screws with profit, and then they'll say, and no, you know, no. their argument will be, well, they just come in and shut it down and say it's not safe just to screw with their profits. They and, just want to work to rule. They don't want to do any extra things. So well, it's, it's not even le- that. It's an argument okay. about like, you know, so if you get a call from someone saying, come and you know, this this site is a joke and no one's a member, and you walk on and you say, look, not only should you all join the union, and here's a speech about why, but this is a problem. This is a problem. This is a problem. That shouldn't be like that. That shouldn't be like that. It looks like you're doing it to get members, right? Yeah, yeah. And there are plenty of conversations to be had about whether that happens around the country or not. I don't think it does. But, but even if it does, good. Fine, right? Well, and yeah. that's that's. But that's the difference between us and them. I think, great, go out, point out the problems, stop the works, make sure no one gets hurt for now, and then turn around and explain the benefits of trade unionism. Absolutely, <laughs> right? But I can Brought see how you, I can see how a building boss would be like, oh god. Like they're, just doing, they're just doing this for fun. To, well, but, that, but that's the argument. And then, unfortunately, the the kind of stretch of that is if you get a liberal government who puts in place this kind of secret police thing that makes people scared to speak up for themselves, it's like it's already a bit of a stretch to be like, give us this much money a week, join the union, be, be active, we'll help you if you need it. Like it's like insurance or healthcare, it's stuff people don't want, but yep. they should be a part of. And then you, you get a situation where maybe someone doesn't get killed. Like, how do you measure good safety culture not yeah, like, preventing a no, death? There's it's no just, death. It's, it's not a thing. Right? You work towards you, zero or whatever. We know from experience that good safety culture with elected safety representatives and cooperative kind of uh, discussions around these things and action around these things prevents people getting hurt and dying at work. We also know that where sites are the opposite and they hire backpackers and they exploit people, people die. Yeah, but sounds had, like a friendly Geordie's video waiting to happen. You just said backpackers. There's another voice to do there. A, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Guys, yeah, yeah. I I've see been, this. I've been working on my coffee, I actually. see this kind yeah. of. Uh... But that is happening, right? So like, <laughs> there, there are sites where people are bringing people from overseas to work, mm-hmm. paying them four dollars a day, letting them sleep in shipping containers, yeah. uh, still taking money for food off them, and then providing them like a bag of rice. Some de- indentured slaves. And, yeah, basically. yeah, basically. And then the minute anyone says anything about it, because other workers rightly are just like, oh, these. Asian blokes taking my jobs, right? Then they look racist because it's well, right. easy to characterise them as... They look racist because they're struggling for work and yeah, money, sure. and of course that's the easy thing to be angry about. Yeah. But when the union does eventually get in touch with these people, you've got to have a conversation in a language that you can't necessarily speak before their boss who does speak Chinese or Filipino just comes and goes, yeah, see you later. Get out of here. And sends them home. And the average Australian wouldn't realise that any of that's happening, really, because they're so disconnected from those things they don't realise that that there might be a culture do. of indentured slavery in the country that yeah. they're living in, you know what I mean? Or if they do, they don't know what to do about it, right? There's right. plenty of people I met in WA who are upset about overseas migrant workers, backpackers, and uh, visa workers coming to the, the state in particular and taking jobs that locals could do, but it expressed itself in One Nation support and it yeah. expressed itself in send them home. Yeah. But lately it's been... But, well, when you have the conversation and say, well, like, of co- who, who do you blame? The person who wants to come to Australia because it's awesome... Mm. Or the and and then gets ripped off, but sticks with it because their family's living in the Philippines and has no money, and their house got flattened in a cyclone. Mm-hmm. Or 
you want to blame the person who's making extra money as a result of hiring these people who have no ability to stick up for themselves or who have less less reason to stand up for themselves and less knowledge of the laws here. Yes. And then when they're like, yeah, it is the boss's fault. You're like, cool. So do you want to vote for the like Pauline who says says one thing, says she wants to get rid of these workers, then votes to keep them here mm. and keep these visas visa systems running? Or do you want to vote for the party who's going to wind back systems of exploitative work visas? Is that something that you agree with in terms of the Turnbull government? Because they just pulled no, they all those... Oh, they didn't? No, no, no. A ruse. Oh. False flag operation. Yes, yeah, so they, they, uh, they abolished the 457 visa. Right. And replaced it with two other visas. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> one of which being... Yeah, Guys, I'm getting woke! 457.0. Uh, so, like, one of them is like a two-year visa, so it's shorter and you can't actually yeah, get okay. citizenship as a result of it. So, okay, fine. And the other one is basically the 457 visa continued with a bunch of occupations trimmed off it as available right. for it, but they weren't getting used anyway. So, right, great, right. cool. Literally trimming the fat and making it twice as expensive. So they'll get more money, but this will continue. Wow. It will absolutely continue. And we would never have well, known any of that without four, five, this seven. podcast. Yeah. <laughs> four, yeah. 457 is used as shorthand for all visas, right? right? It's only like a very small percentage of all of the people who are here being ripped off or working in jobs that might, they might not necessarily be the best fit for right. on visas. So you've got backpackers working in bars, you've got backpackers working on construction sites. All of that is completely ignored by what they just did. What they just did was wave at all the people who are angry about 457 visas as shorthand for migrant workers and went, Ab- abolishing, and then yeah. pa- like basically counted on the fact... I'm doing that it. I'll yeah. be up in a sec. Yeah, I'm doing it. it. Yeah. Get off the laptop. So nothing I'm... happens, really. And all the, all the 457 visa workers who are people who want to be here... Like, mostly, well, not mostly, but largely, uh, there's a big Irish population. There's a whole bunch of people who think Australia's great and who mm. are doing their best to stay here or, or, as software programmers mm. who are now just like, wait, what? Like, what's happening? You have to They're leave. panicking. Well, they don't have to leave. They get to stay. But they're okay. panicking and have to... Oh, thank God. Having I to, love program. <laughs> <laughs> having to Google, like, their future for this, like, weird fake-out that the government's done. Yeah. It's a complete. I didn't even know any of that stuff was happening. But this is what goes on, right? Like, yeah, it's it's, that is crazy. Not real change. It's just like, oh, you care about that? All right, no, fake. Yeah, here's a nice dance. Yeah, yeah, (laughs) and and we're changing the citizenship test. Everyone has to say good day. Like, it's just ridiculous. That's weird. Um, I want to ask one last question because I know we're going to have to wrap up. Am I? Is it? Yeah, it's time to go. Do you think that, um, to some degree, you guys are? socialists or kind of Marxists who are coming up against this capitalist thing that's happening in Australia and that to some degree your ideology, like I'm, I'm asking whether you identify as that person or whether it's just a series of ideas that you have that are based on concerns about community and concerns about our health and our ability to live and all of those things that come together as a kind of socialist platform platform for belief if you know what i mean and what you're actually struggling against is a very conservative kind of capitalist setup and actually kind of never the twain shall meet so all of this frustration and fury unless we unless money is no longer important is very difficult to kind of like get over the hump with or if we get another government who might be sympathetic to what you are concerned about we might see a compromise in those things what do you think the future holds for you well i mean like Tell me everything. Yeah, uh, do you do you know? Because I was I've actually thought about that a lot, and I've really? got the right label now. Go on. I'm a social democrat. Mm. That's what I am. Okay, cool. Functionally, because it's just basically yeah. I mean, obviously capitalism's not the best system ever. But having said that, 
if you look at it on a global context, it, nothing has comes close to lifting people out of poverty. For instance, China, as soon as it turned capitalist, not as soon as it turned capitalist, we're talking decades of really fucking hard work, but yeah. Bring! Oh! But <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes, bring! <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? 400 million people out of poverty. That's yeah. pretty undeniable. Yeah. It's pretty undeniable. It's true. And so the thing is that, uh, at the end of the day, yeah, I kind of just feel like, you, look, it's, it's, it's a fucking ridiculous... I'm not some fucking guy in dreads trying to get pussy in university here. I'm not sitting here just, you know, saying... In the sense that you don't have dreads and aren't in university. (laughs) Don't try to get pussy. But yeah, one out of three. And so the thing is that uh, it's like... Fuck. Yeah, it's... (laughs) (laughs) Alright. So the thing is... (laughs) (laughs) I know. Am I thought about this a lot? Squirms uncomfortably in the seat. You alright? I just remembered I got a girlfriend. Do you want anyway, some of this so bong? Is... <laughs> <laughs> I'll help you remember. But anyway, like after a while, you just get to a sophisticated point where you don't have like a. You just realise that yeah, obviously capitalism's going to be there. There's nothing you can do about that personally, and that's fine because on top of that, it, it's probably the best system that has been formulated so far. But you need dams hmm. in the river. Hmm. That's what I think it is, and that's what I think social democracy is, and that's really what people need to understand, which is that... Because really, I feel like... And you you get this, actually, as well. You see that a lot of the economics that has come out of it, and this is just proven as well, the vast majority of economists that come from, like, the neoliberal school, they're autistic. They don't think about people at all. They think about hard he numbers. literally just called a huge group of people... Autistic. Autistic. That's, uh, that's They're pretty well, far down We don't down need to add that. We don't need to add that. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it is true. So this well, is a fact. This is a fact. You could look this up. And it's not I like, get it's what like you're yeah, saying. they're geniuses. That's all well and good. But, but they probably shouldn't be determining how society functions. And it's right? also possibly that the way that they're socialised implies some kind of... Like what you're saying is it literally kind of is like they're autistic in the sense that the way that they're educated, the, the stuff that they think about... <clears throat> The general themes in the way that they have to behave and think suggest a lack of empathy. There's no connection with people necessarily. Nice buffer. <laughs> I am actually saying that. <laughs> no, you can't actually look into this. But I'm just saying it as like a side note, right? That like yeah. obviously that society is just going to be run on mathematics and facts and figures, and that's obviously yeah. not how. And it's like the same thing. It's it's like uh, if you ever want something to keep you up at night, you study Who politics at that? university. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know why I suggested that. <laughs> and it's so you as well. But it isn't. So, if you want to obsess over something and just really fashion it into a spear. Yeah, sleeping in your well. Want to fuck it up? <laughs> exactly. You've got a pre existing oh, manic yes. disorder, but you just need to attach it to something to give yeah. you a sense of purpose and Staring movement. Staring at the wall all night? Want to think about something different? Swinging a chain but need a piece of metal on the end? Why don't you attach politics and it'll be a nice mace for you? Yeah, your life's My mind is a bobby dog. Yeah, but that's the thing, right? You study politics at uni, and then as a result of that, you have to do a couple of economics classes. And I think the reason why is they're just like, check out the shit they're learning here. Yeah. 
that's what you go into. Yeah. And basically, that's what you get. Is that The best way to formulate it, actually, is just, like, one of those, like, 20s jokes. It actually really summarizes how they think about the world, right? So you've got, like, an anthropologist and an archaeologist and an economist on a desert island. There's a can, and one of them's like, oh, we'll build a can opener. And the anthropologist is just like, oh, we'll get everybody to work together to open the can opener. And the economist is just like, well, assuming we have a can opener. And that's what they do with their lives. Right. They just assume that things are there continuously. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Just like human capital will just work exponentially for 24 hours a day. There will be models where they just yeah, run yeah. things on these ridiculous assumptions. And so at the end of the day, yeah, that's what I feel like. It's just like you need, you need an economic say, hey. system like that, but you need a human heart. Yeah. And that's Labor's job. Oh, my God. That's what I, I, I agree. I agree. <laughs> yeah, come on, as if you don't agree. You know you love that idea. Well, it is a watchdog <laughs> process, which makes sense. It's like, okay, well, people can make a, a, a living and things can change, but if there's no one monitoring those things, then obviously it's just going to get out of control because some kind of evil person will get involved and think, yeah. I can milk yeah, this, yeah. you know what I mean? And the thing is that what you see is that it's kind of just become this hypnosis in society that, you know, less government intervention, less red tape, good... That's what you get, especially from the older generation, because they've just been brainwashed with 50 years of pro-liberal media telling them just like, cut and read tape, less taxes, lower stuff. They think that way. They think mm. the same way these economists think. And so that's basically it. It's just like, it's, it's just getting people to understand that it's, it's much more nuanced yeah, than that. Yeah, yeah, I understand. And yeah. both of you are doing that in your different ways, which is possibly what's made you friends yeah. and made, made you sparring partners to some degree too. Yeah, sort of keeping it. each other's on it. No, I think other, like that really simple way of saying what you said just a bit more balance like and i think when you actually get out and talk to people about people who aren't engaged in politics about what it is that they want from a government and you can say you can look them in the eye and say but don't you think things have swung too far the other way like you don't necessarily need them to understand that or care about that they just need to understand that you know at a certain point things will go too far one way and they can just vote and they will go back the other way. Yeah, yeah. Like that—that that, that exactly. for me was a lot of the conversation with a lot of the people that I met in Western Australia, in particular. Which is the like, point, right? That like seventy percent of the time since Federation, it has been Liberal or Liberal S parties in power. It's way too far that way. Mm. Right. And every great progress step forward has been as a result of a Labor government being in power, reforming those things back. True. And that's it. You just need people to understand that. Don't, don't worry about your community organising. That's fine. <laughs> <laughs> and on that note, I'd like to thank Jordan and Emily for coming along and being our guests today. It's been educative for me and confronting uh, for sections of our audience. Now, but join the union and you know go to the, go to their meetings. Definitely, she's she's got the right idea. Especially it's true. Personal. It is true. I am a fucking idiot. I am an idiot. Don't listen to what I'm saying. No, listen to him and also vote one cursor. <laughs> So true, man. It's already got it going for him as well. Just his little brief at the bottom. Sickest cunt out there. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that <laughs> must be better than Malcolm He's Turbo. Prime Minister. <laughs> <laughs> that is what that means. He yeah. should run the country. <laughs> yeah. Him on that throne doing that post. That'd what would he amazing. do with the country, though? Like he. I heard him. They, they were on one of these things. It was like one of those hip-hop things. Like, if you were Prime Minister, what were you doing? It was like, League of Life. Wee, bro. Yeah, I knew it was that fucking was it. nugs. <laughs> I knew it was nugs. What's his first note? Yeah, just get everybody's nugs and then they'll just, they'll just chill out eh won't argue as much <laughs> yeah and then that was then, then someone said back like oh you've been getting a lot of the boys in our block like out of work eh and so which he was just like oh yeah true fuck but man sacrifices have to be made for what <laughs> are you serious about it <laughs> for what legalising weed oh I see he's, he's no his friends can go into dealing weed legally isn't haven't they yeah 
that's cool. No, but then you need an ABN and stuff like that. Then oh, they're not going to be doing I that. see. It's a green cross or something. It'll be fine. Imagine it'd be great. You go into the boutique store, it'll look like the fucking Apple store, but the guy behind the counter will be like, yeah, what do you need? Oh, fucking sick. I've got his. That's what I long for, to go into a legit store and buy pot from that guy. I am going to the US next month. You should do it. Are you? What time? Uh, May 28th for like a month. Two. He said time. July 4th. Oh, July 4th. July 2nd. I'll see you there. Really? Where are you going? Yeah. Canada. Uh, <laughs> 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 no, but I, I, I'll see. I'll, I'll try and organize something. So now you're not. So away. you brought it up, but now you're going to avoid uh, seeing Canada, it. Canada, Canada, I'll oh, see you there. I'm there too. Oh, we could uh, Wait, like meet up. No, I'm not. Really I'm busy. Busy. <laughs> 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 I Thank you, I guess, please. Uh, I don't know how you're going Is this to. Still happening? It's happening. It's oh, still rolling, isn't right. it? Fuck. I'm just talking to this camera for fun no, now. No, I'm going do you guys have shit you want to plug? Yeah, no. do you want to plug some stuff? Is it too? I right? absolutely do. Join your union. I cannot stress this enough because that's the. Again, just, just I don't know. Sorry, we're just going to start the conversation again. But the fact that unions are the least trusted set of organisations in the country, below journalists, which is outrageous. They should be at the fucking bottom of the totem pole as parasites. Your media hating fucking. <laughs> wow. I don't understand how you don't hate them. You have to deal with them on a daily basis. I am one. That might be why. <laughs> the thing for me is like, yeah, but like, are at they're, the they're at the bottom. Like, because of those fucks. But yeah, yeah, because of years of ridiculous. Like, there's been. Wait, what about murderers and stuff? Yeah, yeah, why are they on low? The I bet you. I bet you. trusted organisations, right? If yeah, I trust them to murder I'm not me. Sure I yeah, even, exactly. I'm not yeah. sure I even trust Fiji that. Right? Label murder so I don't think I trust you on that. How are banks. Like, how are banks not lower? Than unions. Because there's been no royal commission into banks in this country. Well, there should have been. Yeah. Yeah, it should have voted for Labour, guys. What? Yeah, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. They they just, uh, they came out but, as the lowest cross. Even, even so, right? My argument about that, because I get this a lot from my family, uh, my extended family who aren't necessarily supporters, is like, of course it's worse for a union official to do the wrong thing because they're meant to be doing yeah. the right thing. They're meant it's to be doing the It's a bigger perversion thing. of justice. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's the same with the church, right? So for me, it's like... But can we just stop being babies and just yeah. accept that, yeah, not everyone's yeah, going to be great in the organisation. Shut up about it. It's like the intention of the organisation. <laughs> well, yeah, exactly, right? Like, pe- people who are meant to be doing a great thing who screw up, it's like it takes you from, like, 10 to negative 100. Yeah. Whereas if you work for a bank, they're just like, yeah, fair enough. Of course you yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah no, it's, that, it's business the, is generally it's, what people right, say in that situation. That's the inherent problem for me is that everyone's like, oh, yeah, but what about the corruption? I'm like, first of all, what are you talking yeah. about? Like, how has this ever affected you? Yeah, yeah. And it gets potato. dealt with, right? Like, all this bullshit about, like, oh, we're going to shine a light in the dark places. There's not that many people in unions. You're yeah. only worried about hurting the It's, it's political place. scapegoating in order to take the focus off the fact that... And to hurt like, the AOP, right? Yeah, and then we're like, so. what about business? And everyone's like, yeah, yeah, that's what happens when there's a lot of money. Well, like, I right, would... Well, I would say that you guys are the brightest hopes for the next generation of people who are interested in voting left and possibly yes, the are. most refreshing oh, face no. that the left has had. You, you, your videos are, the, are a great reason why I'm educated to, even to some degree about these things and, um, and how I manage to continue to be enthusiastic about the potential for change. Because up until recently, I hadn't seen anyone that was interested engaging, entertaining, and willing to talk to an age bracket who, it seemed, were impervious to this kind of talk. And that's the only way we'll be able to shift 
major voting patterns is if young people actually are engaged and interested in what they and care about the yeah. future. They don't, they didn't care for a long time. In my generation, they didn't care because they were just like, you know what, we're getting fucked. Like John Howard was the just the whole time I was a kid. John Howard was basically our prime minister after, you know, after the Keating years basically. And that was this. You remember it being this kind of golden era of your childhood of Labour, and then just like. It's liberal time, liberal time, and it's just liberal time for ages. And we just kind of went, ah, oh, fuck it, because it just felt like it was never going away, and yeah. not, nothing anyone yeah. said made any difference. Yeah. So that's why I'm really pleased that you guys came on, because it's nice to see people who are in that age bracket who are both educated, engaged, and are able to communicate what their concerns are to people and convert people, and that's really what you're doing. So, you know, thank you very much for coming on. Really trying to wrap this up. Yep, no worries, bye. <laughs> Say nothing else. Very nice words. Okay, cool. We're done. Hey, thank you. That was fantastic.